Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's November, and that's a great month to be alive, I'll tell you that much. <clears throat> what a beautiful day. Woke up to a good D sucker. Grab yourselves a good refreshment. Get that posture up. Let go of all judgments, and this is a 18 years, 18 years and older. If you're that age, uh, this is a good pod for you. If you're not, maybe click to something else. This one's gonna be explicit. We'll see. Okay, this episode's sponsored by Phillips Law. One billion plus one for our clients, trusted and recommended since 1993. Over 1,800 plus Google reviews. Official partners of the Arizona Cardinals and the ASU Sun Devils. You need Phillips. And the official call line is 602 388 1669. They have an attorney exclusively available for our audience, family, and friends for any legal advice free of charge. Uh, so you need Phillips, okay? Also, I'm on Snapchat. Tim Welch MT. I'm posting stuff I regret. Sometimes I post it, sometimes I delete it. So give me a follow there. All right, if you're new to the show, we talk about all sorts of stuff. We talk about chicks. We talk about tits. We talk about. No, 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 we don't. But we talk about MMA. We talk about health. We talk about good stuff. We're, we talk about UFC. We're talking about jujitsu. We're top to bottom here on this uh, show. All right, here we go. Well,. Yeah, the coffee shop finally opened, and boy, has it been a, kind of a pain in the butt. You don't realize. You think that's just easy. When you go into a good coffee shop and you get a good cup of coffee, if you're if you're into that kind of stuff, there's a lot that goes into it. You got to set this grinder when the humidity in the room changes, when the temperature in the room changes. You got to switch this grinder thing. Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, so I'm trying to dial that in. A little bit, a little bit frustrating, just because it's such an expensive investment. I mean, expensive for me. Yeah, oh. it's crazy how much all that equipment cost. Yeah, the fucking even the grinder was a couple, couple yep. G's, couple G's. Then you got the ice machine, then you got the water machine, and then you got you got all this stuff. But I think, I think, uh, I think we'll be able to get it going. But there's definitely been some challenges so far. Okay, Chael recently had some Mazadol beef. Mazda was kind of calling him a puss, and Chael came back, and he, he he dropped a video of it, and he said, if there's one gangster you got to worry about, like, showing up and being face-to-face with and saying the same shit, I'm, I'm not the one. I'll be there. And he's he, he tends to be right, but that who knows? That could set up a, a, a good fight between those guys. But MMA fight, Chael's 220 and a very fucking good wrestler. He'd but probably fuck Maz all up. Still? Yes. At, at this age? Yes. Probably he's at this old. Yeah, but Come probably on, at this age he? more, he's probably on the, the supplements. Yeah. He's probably on those supplements almost guaranteed because he was even when he was competing. So he's going to be stronger. And it's not like Maz at all, some young spry buck. But if they were both sauced up. Drunk? Uh, Maybe a little Zooters. Some Coke. <laughs> Well, Chael would probably win. If it's one-on-one, Chael's taking him down. I can tell you that much. He's just a bigger, powerful dude. He's going to take him down. Yeah. So. Wow. And then we had some Chael versus Ariel uh, 
uh, beef. They went off. Uh, it was a, it was a good clip there, and it seemed pretty genuine. They were calling Chael was saying he wanted to strangle Ariel, and he Ariel's calling him a fucking lion. Blah blah blah. Say it to my face, and it seemed pretty genuine, and it was pretty real. But I got what Chael was saying. Chael was saying he's like you. This is a once in a lifetime thing that happened with Francis. Yes, he won. Yes, he got paid. But it's a once in a lifetime thing. That promotion loses money. And when you lose money like that, it's not going to be sustainable. They're not going to keep doing it. So that's kind of what they were getting at. Uh, seems like they're, they'll be fine, though. Their friends are smart. Fucking blah, 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 blah. So I'm here with uh, Art, a.k.a. Fart, a.k.a. Sean Fairchild. He ended up getting his uh, foot you got chlamydia of the foot, which we didn't even know you could get. Now the STD spread to my foot, so. Yeah. No, but really. <laughs> no, I fucking um, was trying to ground outside, be barefoot in the park, you know. And what do you mean ground? <laughs> Touch my bare <laughs> <laughs> On this park, check Touch here. my bare feet in the grass because it's a bunch of health benefits, uh -huh. charges the body. Yep. And I feel great after. But. You stepped, stepped on the little on fucking, something. and maybe that thing that you stepped on had a little shit or piss on it. Maybe from a dog. I don't know. Doctor still doesn't know. So it's, it's all up in there. Because it looked like there was a puncture wound in your foot. Um, maybe uh, Jay could throw up one of those on the screen. How this foot looked, because it was the heel, and the heel was fucking like, looked like a golf ball. And what scared me is it was green i wasn't green i would say it was <laughs> olive green so what the, color do you think that is so the we, we could uh put up a, a picture yeah i'll send right. you one but so it was kind of my fault the reason why it got bad is it was pretty bad and then we ended up going out that night and i was uh, walking on it like it was normal mm -hmm. that's why it got so like swollen and bruised up um and that which, got bad and they ended up that got real bad, and they ended up cutting that puppy open. They cut it. So they numbed me up before, which fucking hurt. With four needles? Four needles. And each time they would put the liquid in, it felt like my whole foot was, like, on fire. Mm -hmm. And then he cut it open. He was using both hands and just pushing out. Oh, I almost bucked him in the face. So would you rather go through that again or go through your little airplane crash again? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know if I can make it through another airplane crash. <laughs> Art, when he was younger, um, ten. he had, when he was 10 years old, he had a, a little plane go down on him. Wait, actually, well, it, what happened? So basically, <laughs> we were we were boarded, and it was kind of like really taking a long time. We we're like, what the fuck's going on? Um, but they were loading up the baggage. And you want to rip? Yeah. Loosen up a little bit? Oh, I'm loose. Okay, they were loading up the baggage. And uh, they were throwing the, the shit in the plane. And we could hear these loud bangs. We we're like, what the fuck is that? This is before you took off? Yeah, we were just sitting in the runway. And we took off and uh, about 15, 20 minutes in the air. I can't remember how many thousands of feet in the air we were. But uh, all the pressure started opening up the plane where the baggage was. Because they had made like dents in it by, by throwing it so hard. Um, so we were in the plane and, uh, it started to sound like you were in a wind tunnel. Mm -hmm. Everyone's looking around like, like, like a, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but loud. Uh huh. And everyone's looking around, you know, what's going on. And then, uh, the mask come down and the lights start flashing. 
fuck. So we have to put these masks on. I, I'm sitting next to my mom, and my brothers and dad are right across from us in the other aisle. And so we're all putting our mask on, and my younger brother, who has Down syndrome, at the time he was maybe four, mm-hmm. he's not wanting to put on the mask. What you saying? I'm not putting. He's on. like, this is his cry. He <laughs> 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 couldn't talk at that time, but um, yeah, he's not wanting to put it on. So my my parents are struggling, and then uh, they go over the loudspeaker. We're gonna have emergency landing, and I turn to my mom, and I remember her looking. Deep in my eyes and saying, we're going to die. No. I swear. We're going to die. And so I sat back in that chair. Tighten your butt. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought about everything, bro. You're dead. What's there to think about? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> You're fucking a little, uh, little Nintendo it. Switch. Um, but yeah, we had an emergency landing straight down. The turbulence we felt was unbelievable. And then uh, we ended up you know boarding off the plane and and you look at the plane it's a huge hole where all the baggage is like huge fucking hole probably half of the size of this wall Uh and um we went back to the airport and we ended up boarding a plane two hours after that so i had to face my fear and fuck oh my god on it so were you compensated handsomely for that No, but for real, did you like end up, did your mom end up hiring a lawyer to just be like, you fucked my kids up? Everybody that was on the plane had the same like case. Everyone was on the same case. Got compensated handsomely. (laughs) (laughs) Handsomely? Yeah, Yeah, we did. That's fine. So if you could go back and take that away right now, would you? I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful. Okay. I'm fucking weak. Thankfully, Art didn't die on that day. Yeah, but mentally, yeah, it fucked me up. So Art, uh, he's one of my uh, purple belts, and he owns uh, he owns the Art of Recovery right down the hall here, and uh, it's got some cold plunges, some saunas, some red light therapy, some uh, leg compression stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty sweet little little thing. But uh, I'm thankful. I mean, I got Mariah helping me a lot on the business, like paper booking side all the shit with that like you're doing it yourself which is pretty mm-hmm. impressive which the tax guy will probably come knocking here soon <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah on top of it you're on top of it yeah the, the taxes so just need a good accountant you know mm-hmm. but you need an accountant who's not a hundred percent by the books too <laughs> like the accountant a good accountant named uh what's his name that we were just talking about <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we'll bleep it. Hey. Out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good yeah. accountant. <laughs> so. Okay, we'll move on from that. Yeah, we'll, but yeah, for real though, talk about memberships, that. all the stuff, making sure people, bro, that's pretty impressive. That you're doing that yourself. It was uh, so it's almost been two years already, which is fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, literally now I have all the systems down. But the first six months, bro. I did not know what the fuck I was doing. Mm-hmm. Made so many mistakes. Uh, but yeah, now I could feel like I could write a book on it. Really? And shit's the last three, four months have been really popping off. So and I, I feel like every album, like the money I'm trying to ma- like make in here, I'm trying to put it back in. That's like, I really want to make those showers in Dr. Jack's little joint here. I just want to keep putting it back in and just make the experience fucking cool here. Yeah. But it's also like, how much money do you want to drop into something that you don't own? So if I own, if I just saved and ended up buying a 
big ass building in three years but i think for you that that would be better because you know you're going to outgrow this but it sucks because this complex is so one of a kind you, is, with, with yeah. die hard with art recovery there like uh with the room two now with the recharge it's just one of a kind it's so sweet that's why i'm like i want a building to where we all can go in there because i think that's a big part of what makes it make it like a special place yeah no i think we're gonna look back on these times like five years we're gonna be like fuck that was a sweet spot mm -hmm. we had I think so too, because sometimes maybe you have, um, I mean, your Riz game has been pretty good at this joint. Would you oh, say that? Yeah. Is accurate? Because yeah. maybe the vibe in there is good. So if a girl comes over and then she sees it and then it's got the red light pop in and. Well, then uh, we're sitting in the sauna. It's super intimate, you know. And, and you we, go, do you. <laughs> <laughs> do I what? How do you when, go about it? Do you just say, bring your swimsuit? So when you come over, we can sauna and cold plunge. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, that's probably fire. It's fire. Yeah, so. it's, uh, <laughs> it's a good little setup. Good little first first date, first meeting spot. That's what I told. I mean, that's what I tell everyone. If I if I didn't have a girlfriend, I would live here. I would have my coach's office set up as yeah. my room, and it would just be sweet. But you're looking to get your own joint here soon, huh? Yeah, yeah. This weekend, mm -hmm. it'll be good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, we got a uh, shitload of questions here on Patreon, but we'll keep going over the stuff I had in my uh, notes. It, I don't know why this popped in my head this morning, but it's uh, well, it, you think it's worse to smoke one full cigarette or eat one pound of jelly beans? One bag, a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of jelly beans that probably are, jelly beans is worse. Or one clean nose zooter. Oh, that's that's the healthiest. <laughs> probably, honestly, For if you sure. look at it. Which is weird. People would think you see a kid. I mean, you see kids all the time eating fucking huge bags of candy. Like how many kid, poor kids teeth got rotted, just bad gut aches, just fucking their gut up uh, for this Halloween. But if you saw a kid smoke, I'm not saying if you saw a kid smoking a ciggy, you'd be like, what? You'd be bucking yourself all around. Yeah. But if it's a, like a rolled up, you know, just tobacco cigarette, I don't mm -hmm. think that's bad. And he's seven. <laughs> But a Marlboro, a Marbolo, whatever it's called, yeah, that's way fucking worse. Oh, because there's like toxins and shit. Yeah, but a, a little cigar, I got. I'll puff on that. I've never puffed a cigar. Really, <laughs> never once. It feels good. I got gifted. I have a couple. Let me get some. It's light what one up right now, like? man. It, it's kind of it, light. It, it's like a head high, like yeah. a focus. Do you feel it in your? Uh, do you feel it in your lungs when you train, though? No, I bet no, you do. The me. next day, not me. Really? Well, that's good. <laughs> Uh, they announced Sean versus Cheeto. That's you pretty cool. That's pretty fucking sweet. They they finally announced it, and it's looking like there's a date. But I, I mean, I don't want to say too much, and, and I don't want to say where they haven't announced that yet either. So that's going to be probably a pretty cool little thing. But uh, finally, they announced it. They're both in New York. Sean said Cheeto didn't show or showed up late to the stare off, like 10, 20 minutes late. So then Sean left, and then Cheeto showed up, and then Sean said, "I ain't going back." So they were supposed to have a little square off there in New York this week, which would have been interesting. But it's a tough fight. I mean, people think that's just a walkthrough fight. It's really not. Cheeto is a good kickboxer. It's five rounds. He's very durable. Um, last time, the last time we fought, we fought Cheeto, I was overconfident. 
that but it just was a good reminder that anything can happen in a fight fucking anything no matter if you're the better fighter no matter what anything can happen so i'm gonna make sure to not make that mistake this time the for the last fight a hundred percent sean was ready for 15 minute war especially a kickboxing match we had great partners for that fight it was covid it was where we did like the, the fight camp pretty much in the highway 85 the old podcast studio where we had a cage set up we were inviting sparring partners he was ready to go for that fight and that random shit happened so now we get a chance to rematch that guy but if you look at his last two fights against Corey Sanhagen, five rounds against Corey Sanhagen, how bad he looked. There, there's a potential, probably not, but there's a potential that that, that Cheeto could show up. And if that Cheeto shows up, it's going to be a short night for him. But there's also a high potential that the best Cheeto ever is going to show up, and that's what we're going to be planning for. A five-round five round fucking scrap. Fucking sweet going to be in the big cage which is a big game changer people don't, don't think it is but it really is when you got a striker like sean and their last fight was in a small cage yes damn last fight was in a small cage so it's like you're when someone pressures you 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 take one maybe maybe two steps back now you're back your back's close to that cage and that's where you don't really want to stay the big cage is quite a bit bigger what's the size of the one you got out there 24 so that's a smaller yeah still pretty big yep still pretty big still pretty big uh so i'm looking forward to it looking forward to it i mean i mean that's a great freaking opportunity for cheeto it re it really is um yeah i don't know what, what else to say about it we'll just do a lot of film we're gonna have a lot i've, I've been trying to already brainstorm what sparring partners are going to use and have him ready to defend the title which will be sweet because that's what is it december <laughs> January, February, March. So it's about about the perfect time. About the perfect time. His body's healing up, so that's going to be good. Okay, here we go on Twitter. This is men money mindset here. No great man succeeded with porn still in his life. Yeah, I I agree. But then Steve will do it when, I, when we were in Vegas. I was talking to him about it, and he's like, I, he he's like, I disagree because if you're just if you'd never look at porn, just bust one out. When once you bust one, mm -hmm. you're fucking sane again a little bit. Yeah. If if you're if you're if you're a fat loser with bad habits and you're just not doing shit with your life and you're jacking off a lot, that's fucking yeah. You're obviously going to be terrible. If you're a healthy dude, a horned up dude because you got a lot of testosterone and you're like, I can't. It's hard for me right now to be honest. I mean, just to focus not on pussy. And yeah. then you have a little jack, and yeah. you're like, okay, fuck yeah, back to the grind, back to what I'm doing. Yeah, I think it's, like, you should only be able to do that if you have access to fucking chick as well. And then maybe once a week you, you hit that. That's probably true. But if you're just, like, if you have no access to any girls and you're just hitting jacks, I don't think that's that's good. Hitting multiple jacks a day, not working out, not doing, it's like, fuck obviously it's gonna be poison uh jay you live by yourself right now um yep. are you on a, maybe a one a day yeah it depends some weeks is like once a day at least every day bro well yeah because especially when you're by yourself i'm sure you're you're sitting there and you're like okay i got two hours to kill <laughs> for real let me kill five <laughs> five <laughs> minutes <laughs> yeah yeah so but sometimes i i don't like it'll be like a couple weeks where i don't because i'm getting pussy for real Mm -hmm. that's the thing you know what i mean do you ever jack it right before you know you're gonna get pussy though so you don't no. bust quick 
Nope. I used to. I used to do that. But there's some about. I just rely on choose. Yeah. <laughs> when I need to perform, I'll say that. <laughs> which is every time. So, which is not every time, but I'm usually able to perform like. So if you don't have a chew, you're not as confident or what? What is performing? It's another though? level of confidence. No, I know. That much. I, I try, I what is your it. definition of performing? You just making the girl. No, making the girl come a lot. Making her almost Squirt. burnt out of like, I'm just like. Done dead. I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. Like, that's the goal compared to fucking a girl. Okay. Yeah. You buzz. But then she was that close to coming. Now she's just yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's my priority. I always make sure they're satisfied, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking hard though. It's hard. So you can always for, just for you, Jay sounded like he had a great performance the other night. Oh, multiple, yeah. multiple for performances. Yes, really? in one night. Yeah, that's this is. I think in my prime. Yeah, I mean, probably some confidence. Yeah, how confident were bit. you after that? Super. Felt good. Oh God. Felt like yeah. a man. Mm-hmm. Okay, you cannot offend a man with high testosterone. I don't know about that. Nothing drains your energy more than porn. Avoid it. I mean, I feel like the people who are posting about it that much must have really had a problem with it. Nothing drains your energy more than porn. Okay, come into a competition training with us. And we'll do do some eight, six-minute rounds with really fucking good guys and try to survive. And you'll be drained. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I get what they're saying. I think it is bad. Just like you said, if you don't ever get like Riz girls, you don't talk to girls in public, you don't ever get pussies. It's like, it's probably bad when you're fucking abusing it. Um, Avoid this. This lady says, Sarah, love and seduction. Avoid porn as it's dangerous and destructive. Instead, seek wisdom and cultivate self-control to achieve greatness <laughs> in life. Of course, it's coming from a girl, but. Choose a path that builds character and brings fulfillment. That's why it's like hard. It's, it's hard for us to relate, obviously, ever to relate to a girl on her period, how mm-hmm. it feels, yeah. the cramps, the, the moodiness that comes with it. But it's also hard to relate for like, a girl. Relate it's a ball sack with full of testosterone. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Fucking piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim, have you seen those like they have these little machines that are supposed to replicate like cramps in a girl. Oh, I haven't seen those. And then like the guys will try to put them on to, they'll try to, it'll feel. Uh Uh-huh. You should try it for a video. Have you seen those or no? No, I haven't seen it. I would try it. Like a period fucking uh, replica? Yeah, type shit. I'd do everything I can to wear that thing, be like, okay, it's a replica. That's it? And I would just go do stuff. It's like, Make some food. Or go work out. It's so, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to. <laughs> uh, okay, where are we at here? Send you some stuff on Twitter. Okay, well, yeah, we got all sort. I mean, all sorts of shit. But I'm just bouncing around here. Oh yeah, Tony Ferguson is going through Hell Week with former Navy SEAL David Goggins right now. We're about five weeks weeks away from his fight with Patty. Damn. That's either really good for Tony at this point or really bad for him. Bad. Could be good for his mental though. That's the and and, and the mental? fighting is so fucking much mental. I mean, Patty's not the most elite guy out there. He he's coming up. You saw his fight with Jared Gordon. He's not like elite. He, like so mentality and experience could get him through that fight, but it also could be like David Goggins is like Tony Ferguson has a blown out ACL or he has bad knees from wrestling all his whole life. And David Goggins is like, we're going to go run 30 miles. And Tony's the type of guy to have a blown out swollen ACL and just keep fucking running. It's like, is that good or is that bad? 
bad. Yeah, that's bad. Um. So, but obviously, who knows if they're doing it smart and he's just helping literally with his mental game and letting his strength and conditioning coach take out, do the rest of the stuff, and he's just working on his mental. There's a chance Tony Ferg's could win. There definitely is. Jake Paul, ask and I shall deliver. August has more KOs than me. Jay, we take one more little rip. <laughs> Already took a rip. Hit one. He took a baby rip, dude. <laughs> hit a real one. I just did. I'm uh, tweaking already. August has more KOs than me, more wins than um, me. Andre August versus Jake Paul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In December, I saw. Ten and one. He's got five KOs. Jake Paul seven and one and four KOs. Well Jake Paul's at the point where it's like he probably made so much bread in these last couple fights, he's like I don't really sure. want to fight that makes me a lot of bread. I want to earn respect and really actually become a real world champion in boxing. Have you seen That's some of his sounds vlogs. like his mindset? Like uh, his not training recently. camp vlogs? Not recently. Like older where he, ones. Where he's hitting like uh like his most recent camp recent camp. Literally three sessions a day between every session, hitting cold plunges, had his nutritionist make him the most quality food. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, he's taking it mm -hmm. fully serious. Hell yeah. But it's with pretty all sweet. the money he's got, it's like, he might as well. Yeah. I mean, might as well. Or just look back and fucking regret it. Because he could have another super fight, set up a super fight with with whoever, KSI. And it's going to make way fucking more money. But he's like, I want to be the best actual in the world. So he's got to take fights like this. Which is still pretty impressive. Still pretty impressive. Like 7-1 and one, and he's taking on a guy who's 10-1. and one professional okay what else we got here here well, let's start with some of these patreon questions and, and welcome all the new patreon people because this last this last couple days i've gotten a lot of new patreon members blew past my goal so now i just got to get even more and more creative with it i'm really wanting once every two weeks or once a month i'd like to do once every two months where we just have a bonus episode bonus episode on here have some random person x-rated yep we can do x-rated for sure 100 percent, but and but the but nothing can get leaked from mm. patreon we got to keep it on there <laughs> okay here we go we'll start we'll start here with connor sorry i'm bouncing all the way around here we'll start here with connor strahan this is for both of you how did you bring your ideas to life when you figured out you wanted to start a gym and a recovery center bro i was thinking about this other day of like having a thought and then maybe putting it on paper like for me, I had the idea of it and then I started talking a little bit about it and then I put my ideas on paper um, just about the business and like seeing that fucking come to life. It's crazy. It's fucking sweet. It is fucking crazy. Like making it up from scratch. And so right now I'm doing the same thing for a second location, going through those same steps. And you didn't come in. You weren't coming in to you're like, I'm going to do this business just because it's all, all it does is make money you're super yeah. passionate about health and your body and recovering and breathing and and meditating and doing all that stuff you're super passionate about it so working on it it's more like or you're even into xpt yeah into all that kind of stuff no I, I love it it's like my true passion was all that like literally it's all i would think about all day yeah but before i opened it when we were training all the time like when i would go home that i would just try and be as optimal as possible and so yeah the fucking business is literally perfect for me mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's the thing about just, and it was the same thing for me with MMA, jiu-jitsu and everything. Just so passionate about it. So when I was working on it, it just, it's crazy. It's crazy to really think about. It's crazy to think about, but then it's all, it's like, you can't just sit there and think about that all the time. Wow, it's crazy. Look where we're at. It's like, you got to still stay on track with yeah. good habits. Um, yeah. Okay, Connor Klaus here. What's the most stressful things about their businesses? Now it's like, it's for me, it's like, I see these classes. I'm like, last night we had, we had to have close to 40 people in my room only. And Looks probably another big. 20 in the room too. I'm like, damn, how there's going to be a point. I told Mariah, I said, there's going to be a point. I think whether I do add more, more classes or just literally cut the memberships off. Just be like, we're good for now. And when people drop out then it'll open up spaces so people can come in. If there's a space open, you can have it. If there's not, there's not. Yeah. Cause you know, people are going to drop off. I feel like the conversion rate is. It's so weird with, with the, the gym it's like 10 people drop off that month but 12 people sign up yeah and 12 people drop off 13 will sign up it's like that's oh, good it's like little bit growth at a time yeah same for me same for me every month you'll have you'll lose some people and then you'll gain more it's so random it's mm -hmm. like but just being consistent with all the like let's say content or just just up and yeah. up you know yeah, the content. It's Literally, huge. just being creative with the content. What kind of stuff I can get out. And that's where I feel like I'm on Snapchat, popping on the Snapchat now. Snapchat's in like the new wave right now. And not any other gyms are on that. And we have so many good videographers and editors. That's like, I think we're on top of it pretty good. Um, Stressful things other than that. I mean, there's nothing. Just that I, I'm like, I just need to just have results with all my students if I, I just need to teach the right program to all these people to where they have results and then i'm doing 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 the right job yeah stressful for me probably just making sure all the equipment is like because the more use it gets the more it's like it needs to be maintained mm -hmm. so just keeping up with that mm -hmm. fucking but it's a good problem to have yeah okay What's their goals over the book? Yeah, what's the what's the goal of the art of recovery? Just to have multiple, and then what's the goal of product? Jay's uh, clothing company. Uh, the goal for me, yeah, multiple locations. I'd like to have more shit too. I, I would like to have a huge facility where I have everything I have now, mm -hmm. but I have like some hot tubs. I have some fucking PEMF. I have float tanks. I have all that shit in one. Like I want a full recovery spot with literally everything you need. Yeah. Just bigger, better. Um, Keep improving shit. Yeah, just slowly improve. What about you, Jay? Uh, probably for me, I just want to eventually get like a mini warehouse where I can just have all my stock. Just have like a creative space where I can just do everything in there. You know? Like long-term goal too, like have like shippers and then have yeah. your, your printing company there. So it's just your, literally your whole business is in a. Yeah. in just one spot. I mean, I think it'd be cool too to integrate it with the jujitsu gym. So if I had like the jujitsu gym, the back is a creative space, just have everything in one. It's it a good be cool. idea. Be sweet. Um, Who wins JX and Art versus Tim in an MMA cage? <laughs> we drop Red Hawk. With one, bo with, with both of you, you're one done, would so. be subbing you. 
And one would be cracking. How are you going to fucking tell We'll get to your legs. My legs don't just sub <laughs> easy. Now you're underneath me, and I'm dropping knuckles on your We're head. hitting single leg X, both legs. Your Fuck time it. is up, old Three man. Three makes it different. You guys with JJ, that's a little bit tougher, but you two, I'm taking you out quick. I don't know. No so. way. Bro, you guys have never been cracked. I've been cracked. <laughs> I've been cracked. <laughs> okay. It would be a good video. Yeah, like, it would. Like but then us, I, I don't want to knock you guys out. You would. <laughs> You, you guys are buck pull your 20 punches. soaking buck 20 but then oh, no. but then if i pull those punches and you walk through it yeah it's like well i pulled that and you'd be dead already yeah but it's what if we drop you yeah gee <laughs> you gotta be realistic here you're buck you don't think 20. if i if you were standing right here and I cracked, you let me crack you as hard as I could. I wouldn't knock you out. There's a chance you, you would if I hit you perfect. <laughs> Damn, you're like Tony Ferguson. You have a lot of wear and tear in you, bud. That's you're true, but fall. I got a fucking big head on me. And I've been cracked and haven't went down by big heavyweight boxers. Boom. It's With fine. gloves. MMA puffy. So we're talking knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if I, I would hope you could knock me out if I'm just standing <laughs> there and you wind up your biggest hook. Yeah. I would hope. Michael Chandler hook. <laughs> okay. How do you, this is James, he sues here. How do you navigate having hard, real conversations with friends, especially when they definitely, they get defensive quickly? That's fucking hard. Dude. I know. Yeah. When you got a friend and they, they get so defensive and they, they don't really listen to you and they just defend themselves just so quickly, it's like... <laughs> it makes it hard because then you feel like you can't be honest in the future because you know they're going to blow up. Yeah. But you almost just have to accept them fucking blowing up. You know? Yeah, and just compromise. I mean, yeah, or just accept that about them. Be like, fuck, that's just the way they are. Yep. Real conversation okay suit regs any tips on how to be productive without splitting your focus uh with without splitting your focus suit regs not sure really, really where you're getting at there any tips on how to be productive suit regs you must be high brother a little bit too high because that one's not really <laughs> trying to focus on what's like important i guess no you're not getting distracted yeah is that what you said? oh okay Okay, yeah, yeah, yep. I'm the one a little bit too zooted up here. <laughs> Any tips on how to be productive without splitting your focus? Splitting. Okay, like lo without losing focus. I guess. Just, um, fuck. I like, mean, how do you do it, Tim? I see you always, I kind of copied you two where you do to-do notes. Okay, this is what I have to do. For that week? For that day, week, oh, that's good. month. Yeah. I usually it, break it out on days. Well, if you write down on this a piece of paper, f like on Sunday, you sit down, you have a couple of not a couple hours, but you sit down just with a pen and a piece of paper and say, if I do this this week, if I have these habits this week, at the end of the week, it'll for sure be a good week. Mm -hmm. If I get these on this list done, uh, it helps just kind of dial it in though. But sometimes your focus is going to split. That's all right. Don't beat yourself up. Just get back to it. All right, Riley Peace, where do you both see yourselves in 10 years? Congrats on the success of your business, fellas. Hope all is well. 10 years i hope we're on a fucking yacht in miami i don't zooters. even it's hard, hard to even think that far ahead 10 years is gonna be if you could just have a five minute peak just right now boom i would and you're just in the pen <laughs> <laughs> in the fucking fuck. pen. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it they say okay you get a five minute look in 10 years into the future but whatever you do now is not going to change it. 
Do you want a peek? Yeah, I would. I would take a peek. Yeah. I would. You would it? I don't think I would. Bro. Really? You're just. Dead. I don't think I would. You're on the ground, G. I would just want to enjoy my days, enjoy my weeks. Not fucking. I probably wouldn't do that. But nothing would change. But it would change my mind. I'd be like, how do I end up there? And they said after you f completely forget about it. Yeah, you just remember it for fun. Oh, if they wipe it out, yeah, I'd, then I'd do it. Yeah. If they wiped it out, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, ten years is a long time. Yeah, it's hard. It'd be just. Ten, it's hard Tim, to say. You're gonna be fifty in ten years. Yeah, Forty-three. <laughs> Fucking bitch. 50. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. When are you going to hop on some sauce? Yeah, hop on TRT, old man. <sighs> I'm already a fucking demon. That's why I don't. I think that'll make me more. More hornier? I don't think so. Maybe not. <sighs> Could make you better. At normal levels. I mean, we'll see. Have you got your shit uh, tested recently? 550. 550. That'd levels. be low average? It's like. Average because I think 300 to a thousand is like the oh, range. That's such a wide You're at 550. Range. 550. But, thousand that, but, but that was double. <laughs> but but I had, I don't know. I wonder if, if you have a jack before. If it, did you I think if you before? train the day before or 24 hours before, then, then it could be yeah. low. Yeah, but the 10 year thing, the 10 year thing, it's like, yeah, you have no idea who you're going to run into, who you're going to meet, what little things are going to happen that may led you to meet this person, which puts you on a whole new path or brought mm -hmm. new ideas. You just never know. Yeah. So it's hard to even think. Hopefully, just have still good relationships. I'm healthy. Just trying to enjoy life. Yeah, fuck. I was watching uh, Scarface the other night. You ever seen that shit? <laughs> um. I, I, long never time seen ago Scarface? no i have long just, time ago like his uh his fucking fast rise and fast fall I know. Like, shit it was inspiring i know it's real. almost greed it yeah. is well for him it was a lot of ego probably too ego, yeah, like, ego. like drugs like, no i'm the fucking man i'm the man <laughs> no i think he had good like goals huh like he just wanted yeah, to get he's he, grinding and he did it but that's the thing dude it's like if you're grinding so hard for for, for the, what the most i want to the best thing about making a lot of money i think is just being able to spoil your parents a little bit it really is you buying a sweet watch or buying something cool it's like that literally fades away in seconds and then you go back to your just fucking normal self but being able to spoil the parents feels good yeah no i'm pumped to to get to that point mm -hmm. and do that um okay greg picking Yo, boys, love from Scotland. I had my fourth amateur fight at the weekend. I lost VI rear naked choke. I want to improve my grappling for MMA. Would you recommend focusing on pure jujitsu without strikes or focusing on MMA with strikes, etc. exclusively? Greg Pickin, I think it's just not bad at all. It's not so crazy hard on your bo body to just focus on some jujitsu. Focus on actual jujitsu and the techniques of jujitsu because you get so much out of it you learn how to be efficient with your energy you learn how to put your weight on someone you learn how to defend all these all these positions um so i would just focus on jujitsu a little bit imagine imagine if you focus on back defense and jujitsu and uh in six months you're not going to get choked out again because you fixed that hole um yeah i think that's good and it's not bad for mma guys to kind of go in there and be like i'm gonna be open-minded and i'm gonna get good at actual the sport of jiu-jitsu 
And then just keep in mind when, when you're drilling or doing these different guards or you're doing these different things, okay, well, I could punch this person really hard in the face right here. You could just think about it. So that's probably not a good guard for me to do. Um, different things, like, okay, could I get punched here or could I not get punched here? Just keeping that in your mind and not just going in there and not thinking about shit, just trying to scrap. Okay, Joseph Lieby, I wear JX's brand a lot. I've been to Art Recovery and train at Tanks and have visited your gym do you ever think about the odds of meeting people that have impacted your life in a positive way and if you made one small decision you might not know any of these people it's an easy way to make yourself feel grateful what what was that dude's name joseph shout out joseph yep yeah um me meeting certain people fuck i, I feel that way a lot yeah 100%. so weird if you just would have made a different decision on the day we met yeah. I made a different decision on the day me and mariah met it just changes your whole like have you yeah. ever seen that movie with Ashton Kutcher the butterfly effect or no I I know what movie you're talking about it's pretty I, crazy you should watch it just basically about that he just goes back in time changes one little thing his whole life everything. is different it's crazy oh, okay damn I bet that's good yeah the the good relationships and meeting certain people it's fucking huge it, it really is it's so huge dude and just being like we were talking about last pod, being a shaper, being able to, when you want to do something, a business or something, you find experts in different areas that can help you and you put them in that spot. Like if I needed to build something, it's like, okay, I could really dig down deep, build, make a lot of mistakes. It takes me a full week to make these fucking changing rooms or say Sebi, one of my blue belts, does it in 30 minutes. Yeah, he's he's a fucking wizard. He's yeah. helped me so much too. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just black he's belt in construction. Dude. Um. Yeah. What were we getting at there? But when you said a shaper, <laughs> like like um, finding the right people. Do you feel like for business building a team is like the hardest part, or has been the hardest because it's people, you know? Yeah, like building building my team of coaches, or just like just all, all employees. It's it's weird. You can kind of feel the vibe of people right away, and you can talk to them and just. Mm -hmm. I'm always interested too in like what people do. I always ask them that. Like, what do you do for work? Because mm -hmm. some people are like, oh, I'm looking for a job. I'm like, damn, well, probably got one, two months in you. Hopefully you find a job or you'll probably quit. Just learning what they do. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that hard. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like that's my kind of next step is building a good team. Already, though, already, it's like we know plumbers. We got our construction people. We got AC unit people. We got. No, yeah, we got all those got everything for sure. But like building like uh, employees. Oh, OK, yeah. Like uh, to, yeah. to run it, you know? Yeah. For for me and the employees, the people that I've like asked to teach and coach, I just see how passionate they are about the sport. And that's all I really care about. They're just really love the sport, love learning about it. And then they're personable people because I talk to them and I'm like, well, I feel like they'd be good. And all, all the employees we have are so good. Just having good social skills. I feel like some people don't have that. It's, it's hard too with, with businesses because it's like, especially businesses where they're just going to work. It's not their business. So they're not going to care about it as much as you. But if you can find a way to want them to care about it as much as you, help. Yeah. Um, Yo, boys. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, Hunter. Hunter. 
T, what's your V card story? Oh, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, 14, 14 years old. Me and my buddy went over to this girl's house and uh, we were in the basement. It was a little couple's thing and I was going to finger finger her and she said, uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not into that eighth grade shit. Oh. She said, it's literally that. And you guys are in eighth grade? And she had a condom. She gave Damn. me a condom and I'm like, oh. How did you know how to put it on? Put it on. Yeah, and it took me a little bit. Put it on and just... Right four, 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 five pumps, and it just launched. <laughs> Damn. Um, and then I was like, because I always swore, I'm like, whoever I lose my virginity to, that's going to be my girl. Like, I know. We're going to be something. Did you ever fuck her again? I texted her after I said, so what are we? Does that like, we, we had sex. Damn. Does that make us? She's like, Official. yeah, I think we're just better friends. <laughs> what oh. are we? Damn. And, I, and right there, I crumbled. Did you? That's when you became a man, though, dude. That's what, uh, <laughs> No, I didn't. That's where you that. chose to be alpha. I was like, "Damn, that's fucking crazy." That, that shit just used you. me. Was that your first heartbreak? I wouldn't say heartbreak. I wouldn't say heartbreak because she was across town. She was at a different school. And do you remember getting your heart broken for the first time or no? Oh yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> Tell yeah. that story, man. Well, I found out the girl because <laughs> the girl I was dating and I really liked her. I liked her family. Um, she was she was hot. And then she was a year older than me, so she went to college two hours away. And in, and in her dorms, <laughs> in her same dorm was her ex-boyfriend from when we were oh, in high school. Oh, God. And then, Red flag. Yep. I've been that. Another, and she's just so you found out she was getting out. fucked? How'd yep, you find and out? I just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How'd you find out, Tim? Uh, fuck, who told me? I don't know if she told me. I'm trying to think. No, no, no. I think he told me because then she... She ended up dating him again for a little bit, but then he oh, she God. cheated on him too. Damn, Jesus she's Christ. A cheater, she was bro. horny. Slut. Horny. Horny, horny. Shit. Oh, so I was crumpled. I remember my dad checking on me, like because weird <laughs> in high school, you you picture this girl as like, okay, this is gonna be my life. Right she's there. gonna be my yeah. like we're our family's gonna be family, and that's oh yeah. <laughs> First one hurts the most. It just digs you. Okay, here we go what's your and then that led to i mean with that girl that led to trouble in a nut in my next relationship because she trust. she or she came back wanting big daddy again mm. maybe a little run on him yeah and i uh, so you got did some cheating well no 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 well you never cheated yeah, on a girl <sighs> be honest <laughs> i have okay i have i have too it's Are i mean good. god damn it it's Gives like a fuck, fuck. Well, I mean, you got to give a fuck. You got to give a fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go there. No, I won't. I won't do that anymore. That's the old me, G. Yeah. yeah no, come that, on. that was come old on, me. Come on. Yeah, now okay. I feel like you get bad karma for that shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like you. It, well, especially if you don't have a relationship. Like you're not. You know. You don't have built up trust with this person. That person doesn't know you really actually love them. Then it's gonna be like fuck. It's gonna. She's gonna question it forever. Okay, what's your um, Hayden Russell here? What's your best protocol routine for creativity? Mine's fucking mine's weird, but it just seems like when I work out, when I plunge, sometimes I'll do my PEMF machine, do a little red light, smoke a little weed. Certain weeds, I just like it opens my mind up to, to different ideas, different ideas that I think will be funny, and I write them down in my notes on my phone. That's it. You guys for your for your content and stuff at the gym how about for for my uh creativity after a good sauna plunge and i'm just chilling that's when my mind's 
mm-hmm, most creative some some weed helps too just a little bit though oh yeah um timbo slice what's your go-to meal after a hard day of training fuck it's just it's just so different but if i'm if i had a hard day of training i don't mind fucking a little getting carved up a little bit mm. a little pasta some tacos maybe a pasta especially when it's the some, weekend like friday or something mm-hmm. yeah Damn. cheap meal yeah yeah i remember in portland when i was preparing for fights i pay, I pay this meal guy and he would ha- he would let us have cheap meals wednesday sunday so that's when we'd always have our fat like a midweek refuel for wednesday yeah a little little refeed okay do you both think do you both think any of your business will eventually make it out of arizona or no i think if i was gonna to i mean i would like to do uh, some affiliate red hawk academies one day that'd be cool especially when i have black belts underneath me and then uh i think with the coffee shop that's what i could end up doing franchise so one else. day yeah. one day just being like okay do you i get a percentage of this and then you can use all my ideas you can use everything and i'll help promote it and everything yeah i mean i'm for sure gonna be in multiple states sooner than later really because uh yeah i want to i want to live by the beach a little bit too you know yeah that'd be nice on business please check dms on here you told me to sign up here to propose to a business name all right mill i'll check it out Tatum, how did you know when it was time to quit the UFC gym and start your own? Did you just make the leap, set yourself up, take out loans? Describe that transition. I do recall saying you saying you'd run the bank account down to the last dollar and then take a fight. Um, <laughs> I got hired by Tequino. I stopped the UFC. I, the UFC gym actually went under. That gym went under, I'm pretty sure. And everyone got let go. So then Tequino... I was a brown belt at the time. This is a couple years later here. And he asked me to teach his program, one of his affiliate schools here in AZ. So I went to ta- teach the affiliate school. And then the affiliate school, just like they wanted different percentages. And then he was like, I need returns right away. Didn't understand that it takes like time to grow, especially jujitsu athletes. But usually when jujitsu athletes are with you, they stick with you usually. But it takes time to grow the membership. So he got rid of the program. So then one of my students there had an old mechanic shop that was 900 bucks a month. And we moved in there. I took my last month's pay. He's like, hey, do you just want to trade the mats for the last month's pay? I'm like, fuck, sure. And then uh, moved all the mats into that little little garage and got going. I drove yeah. by that fucking garage yesterday. I thought it was fire. When it, when it, when it was when we had it, I was Those like, sick. Yeah. damn, this is my. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking front was just like. Full of paperwork and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you never cleaned Those were that the days, bro. You could have made that front area sweet. Probably, but there was just so much paperwork yeah. and still raised, like all raised shit. <laughs> so I bet people are like, what the fuck? Going from that nice Jets nah, gym into sweet, there and then everyone's changing. Like, it was it was a good time. Yeah. We grinded it out though, huh? Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. For how long? Like a year? And some sometimes in that little place, there wasn't AC. So yeah. there it would legit... You're going to put on your gi and it's 99 degrees, yep. and you yeah. get in your gi. We're starting. That's practice. why we're probably so tough. Gee, could be, Still, yeah. could be part of it. So didn't take out any loans, fortunately, because that makes a business way more stressful. And then when you take out loans, it's like I need to figure out a way to make money right away, because the 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 repayment's coming and it's coming with interest. 
So I need to get going. It puts a lot of stress on your back and then makes you do things not not for the right reasons, just to make money. Ryan Reed, I just got the $1,500 cold plunge that you mentioned you might get your dad. I have it set to 57 degrees and only get on my knees in it. Instead of sitting all the way down in it, the water goes up to the middle of my stomach. Am I missing out on any benefits like this? Ryan Reed, yeah, I was interested. I didn't buy that for my dad yet I, because uh, I wasn't sure. But is it a piece of shit and does it suck? Let me know. I'm sure you are losing some benefits when you don't go neck under and yeah. head under sometimes like, or dunk. Is there a reason why he's not doing that? Um. Well, because he said he can, it's, it looks, sounds like he can barely fit in it. Mm, fuck. Or is he scared to sit in? Is that what it is, right? If you can barely fit in it, I'd fucking return it. Mm -hmm. But if you're scared, you just got to go neck deep, get your arms in, shoulders in. Yeah. Big ship for art. I'm a huge fan of the art of recovery. How's the process of franchising coming along? I'm not familiar with the business, but desire to do something similar one day. I'd love to come out there and learn from you in the future, possibly open up a spot in the East Coast. I haven't thought about franchising yet. Like I want to own all the ones I open, but I've probably had over at least 100 messages of people wanting to do it. So I'm like, fuck, maybe I should do some sort of franchising. Or maybe make like a guidebook where people can buy and it has all my thoughts and shit. That's not a bad idea. And like how I started it, mm -hmm. um, what I was thinking at different times. Because it's still, it's like a newer type of thing. They're, they don't really have those in all states, like recovery centers. Yeah, it's super like new. Uh, let me see here. Thoughts on the B team and interactions if with any of them, particularly what you think of Craig Jones. Guy's pretty top tier with the trolling. Also, not asking you to name names, but if you ever had any funny beef with other gym owners, black belts. Uh, uh, I like Craig Jones. I think he's entertaining. He seems like yeah. he doesn't give a fuck. Seems like he has a good time, and he's just one of the best in the world. I, I always like their stuff. Sometimes I watch their content. I'm pretty sure I'm subscribed to their page. Any other beefs with other gym owners, black belts? Not really anything serious. Not really anything serious yet. Kevin? <laughs> yet. Who's the best person you've ever rolled with, sparred with? What made them so tough to deal with? Probably the most, well, technically the best people I've rolled. I mean, Quishino is up there. Uh, Tonquino, for sure. Barbosa. Best person is probably Barbosa because he was my size yeah. and he was my thickness and he was that level of a black belt. So he was probably the best person I've rolled with so far i remember rolling with uh the hulk and uh my neck was fucked up for months after yeah really for months i couldn't even turn turn my neck the different level of fucking strength that dude has um best person i've ever sparred with chael was up there but but i was really young when i was sparring chael i was really young so i wasn't near as good as i and like got but still scrappy. But Chael was fucking good. He did such a good job at mixing his good. He had good boxing, high hands. He did a great job at mixing his boxing with his takedowns. As soon as you think he's going to be striking with you, he ducks underneath and he blasts through you with a double leg. Really strong, really big. And he was really at his prime at that time. So he's one of them. Um, Joe Diesel Riggs, really fucking good. Hard hitter, really good southpaw. Could knock you out with both hands. A really good explosive wrestler. Used to be 300 pounds, but cut all the way down to 170, 185. So he had that dense bones and those big, big fucking fists. 
he was he was really skilled top to bottom. So some of those are some of the better guys. Ding Gray Westbrook living in a unit and unable to get a plunger or sauna due to space issues. Any other alternatives can try to improve sleep quality. I smoke a lot before bed. Stay off the phone and refrain from eating an hour, but keep waking up through the night. Cheers. It seems like when I smoke a lot right before I go lay down, then when that high wears off, I wake up around 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. or sometimes 2 a.m. and I just wake up. So that high wore off. I think it's best to not sleep. I mean, smoke a ton, but do, I do smoke some bags, so some bags of vapor. Usually, take a little, what time? Seven thirty or eight. Seven thirty. And what what time are you going to bed? Nine thirty or ten. Yeah, two three hours. But the, but still, I'm not worrying. My sleep's really good. I feel like two three hours before is is good timing, but like an hour, thirty minutes, shouldn't smoke that close to bedtime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, other than that, for deep sleep, I just feel like the, my body knows the routine, and it knows when we go in my room, that red light's on, whatever, but it just knows that, all right, you're preparing to sleep, and I've kept it on that routine, so I fall asleep by 10 almost every single night, except like sometimes Saturdays, stay up a little more. Do you guys have a reading list? Looking forward for good material for listening in the sauna, currently listening to Naval, which is good. That is good, Toby. And I, I'm pretty sure Toby's the one who sent all those uh, geese, Toby, heavyweight MMA. I think, I mean, the rash guards, taller people, and I gave them to all the students, and they were happy about it, and they're wearing them every day. So thank you for that, Toby. Naval was good. I mean, I'll post something on here on Patreon, a picture of books that I think people should for sure read. Will Doolin. What do you think a good conditioning regimen is for an amateur MMA fighter in camp outside of classes, sparring team, practice, lifting? Depends, Will. It's hard to it's hard to just answer that because every guy is so different. Are you a skinny little twig? Are you a fucking thick diesel? Are you tall? Like it's just everyone's so different, so it's hard to just say, This is it. This is this is the this is the program you should do. Because I've been to multiple different successful gyms and their programs are all different too. And then the higher level you get, the more specific I think it needs to be for you, in my opinion. Nick Boncella, I recently started to daily journal as part of my morning routine. What do you like to think about or reflect on in your journal or is it truly... I haven't been I haven't been super consistent with like journaling. I fell I off have, that too. I have. I did for a long time, but then... I just write down, like I said on that Sunday, I write down what the fuck I need to focus on for the week, and I just try to stick to that. But journaling, I don't, I don't know. I notice if I'm like going through something or struggling in some area more, that's when I'll journal more. But if everything's going good, I usually don't journal that much. And then what if you got a girl who takes a peek at your journal? <clears throat> nah, invasion of <laughs> privacy. I would say that is, but I was all. I would also say that she really doesn't trust you. Or maybe her intuition told her something. Yep. Tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. My fault. Not your fault. It's not your fault. That journal should be sacred. I need to put a lock on it, bud. Yeah. That's your you thoughts in your mind. That's what I'm saying. What if I say some gay shit in it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> gay shit. <laughs> exactly. Okay. 
Nick Bonsella. Oh, no, no. LL Puff Daddy. By the time I get home from BGJ, it's 9 p.m. Would you eat dinner before that earlier in the day or eat afterwards like 9.30 p.m.? Fuck. I'd that, have a, a meal before and a shake after. That's what I was going to say. That's what I'd probably do depending on what you're trying to do there, LL Puff Daddy. I would do that too. That would be better. Just easier on your stomach to digest so you don't just eat a big old plot of food and then just go lay horizontal and just let that food just sit there. Um, Gabe Harshbarger, what do you think makes a person develop into a manhood and what are strong traits that you believe all men should have to be role models to younger men? I think he's, I think one and one is just going through some tough shit, like in the wrestling room, maybe in the jujitsu room, maybe it's boxing, whatever it is, but going through some tough shit, getting your ass whooped, being really, really uncomfortable and knowing in your mind you got to push through it compared to getting really uncomfortable. And you're un anytime you're uncomfortable, you run to your mama and the mama says, okay, you don't have to do that. You're uncomfortable. No, 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 no. Or yeah, or the dad's, yeah, yeah, get him out. He doesn't, no, no, he doesn't need to be uncomfortable like that. Like fucking put him through it a little bit. It makes uh, yeah, you a little bit tougher. For sure. I think martial arts training as a as a male is crucial. Yeah, if I, if I have a son, I, it's just going to... It's going to be required. Like, I, I think it'll be fun because he sees how much fun I have here. And I think it'll be naturally like that. But you need to train. You need to fucking train. That's just what you got to do. Are you going to make it required for your son to train and be able to defend himself? 100%. Yeah. I think that book, the Ray Dalio book, talks a lot about too. Like, I think going into your manhood, you start developing like your principles of like how you live your life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like your morals and stuff like that. I think Ray Dalio touches on that really good on that book. Yeah, dude, you should get the, his little journal thing he has because he has like a lot of the main points in that book in uh -huh. this journal and he helps, he has you write them down for yourself. It's pretty fucking sweet. I gotta, I gotta show you that one. Okay, this is our brother Ezra Elliott here. Okay, boys, so what would you do if you die and you meet God? He says you get to ask him one question, only one, and right after you get the answer, you go into another state of being or consciousness. You can ask anything, and he will tell you, what would you ask? Go ahead, Art. If I could, uh, fuck. What would I ask? If I'm at the gates of heaven. Do you get mad at me for fucking bitches? <laughs> I'd probably just say... <laughs> <laughs> so if i ask him something could i get denied if it's a bad question no you can ask him whatever just say you don't yeah do he's not going to say he's not going to say not answering that <laughs> i know <laughs> no you're saying like will he deny you to heaven well i yeah. wouldn't ask that I, then he's going to say depending on your habits and then you go back <laughs> just go to hell <laughs> no then you go back to the other state of being oh okay okay or depending on your decision i have to really one think question. about that one fuck I don't know. Like, what would you ask him, Tim? I would say, what's the point of life? Like, what's the point? And what would he say? What Dumb question. What would he say, though? What would God say? I don't know. I'd be I'd if be he curious. said enjoy. What if he's I'd like you're already doing? What if he said you're already doing it? But then I'd go back to the same shit I'm doing. <laughs> what else do you ask? I know that's the thing. It's a good one, Ezra. It got us thinking there. Okay, here's another one by Ezra. What are you boys doing? You walk in the back room of the Red Hawk Academy. Your girl's getting smashed. The girl you lost your V to is face down, ass spread, wants to run it back. Are you still hitting or is she too washed now? Oh, fucking. Oh, fuck. I like Do you that, ever Ezra. look back at your old, that the girl you lost, your V to? 
Like see what she's up to? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have in the past. I have in the past too. <laughs> well, yeah. Fuck. My ex like, has like two kids and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Bro, it's like. She's washed. I don't want to say washed because that's mean, but it's, it's it. like, dude. She's haggard. I just don't even want to say anything. Just say it. It's she's not bad. I mean, but it's just. Yeah, it's just the one I bad. lost my V card. Well, I didn't say her name, did I? No, well, it's just yeah, yeah she's just either. ghetto, fucking. I don't know. That's what I'm I, mine was slutty. She had a kid like a year later after I lost it to her. Yeah, <laughs> I run it back with the V. Well, yeah, I'd probably. I yeah, need redemption. I need redemption. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last one for you boys. Here we go, Ezra. <laughs> if you could be fictional character from a movie or a TV show, who do you think you'd choose? I'd go Wolf of Wall Street. I'd go Scarface. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Wolf of Wall Street. Though, that would just be those sick couple of years where they, were, <laughs> where they were just yeah having the time of their life. One of those fictional character. For, yeah, I'd but, like to but, try. But, because the thing is, the Wolf of the Wall Street guy, he's still fine. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's still rich. But like he uh, he has a podcast actually. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. he does. Actual dude the uh the other one like pablo escobar and those guys those end up dead so it's like i'd rather be wolf wall street guy maybe what about uh <laughs> what about i wonder dan bilzerian i wonder how much true happiness and just peace he has in himself he doesn't look happy to me he's had a couple podcasts where he talks about it like he was on a yacht with fucking 20 chicks in a beautiful beautiful country and he's like i felt the most depressed i ever have felt then i believe it and he talks about how like doing working out and doing the sauna and cold plunge makes him actually have happiness. Oh, yeah. But all the the cars, he's like, I can't even eat at a five star restaurant anymore because that's crazy. It's not even good to him. That's crazy. Even yeah. about sex, I heard him talk about sex. How he's just kind of numb to it. Just he's like fucked yeah. so many girls. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> and you that have to suck. take what he says like. Like it's fucking true because he's been through the highest of the highs. Literally. And just like, not like, oh, we get the highest of the high two times a year. It's every single day. Cars, girls, drugs, fucking like, ugh. That's just. It'd be yeah. so fun. It would be fun while it's fun for a, little for, a bit. for a little bit. For a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Let it rip for a year. I'd like that. Okay. This is Alestra here. I noticed not watching porn has made climax much more easy for me, <laughs> but sex multiple times a week is n just not achievable with my current schedule. Do you have any tips for scheduling more sex with my man? Should I just go back to porn? That's a Lestra. Lestra. I mean, if, if you're able to watch porn and you vibrate yourself with a magic wand, but then every time you're hanging out with your husband, you're still lovey on him and you're still, your guys' relationship's still good. I mean, what, what's the bad thing about that? Maybe she know. should just initiate more because she's saying she's not having enough sex. Yeah. And with their schedule, I mean, you get it. I mean, you could fit in a little quickie. Do you have to schedule with Mariah? No. <laughs> it should just be kind no, of spur she of the moment. She doesn't, but but if, you, if, you have, if, you're, if you're working all day, Okay. Come home, you're like, I'm on my feet all day. You're tired, you're kind of gross, you're just hungry. You don't feel like fucking. Yeah. I don't know the answer. I mean, so if you were in just that tough. position, would you force? 
What, what would you do? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Because, no, the girl but wants sex it multiple more. times a week is just not achievable. Do you have any tips scheduling more sex with my man? Just communicate with him. Yeah, you could you could talk about it. Talk about it. Be like, yeah, what's a good time fucked. for us to fuck? They want to get fucked, baby. Yeah, and maybe yeah. We, what about what about like how about this one? How about we watch porn together and then fuck? Mm. Maybe, John. Hi, Timbo. This one could be for you or Art. I have a second fight coming up to this. Oh, you're Sean. This is Saturday, and I've put in the work for it. My my first fight, I gassed out so quickly, I think, because of the nerves tensing up and not being aware of my breath. Any advice on how to stay calm, composed this time around? Well, you knew. I've seen so many of my guys. The first fight, the first fight they just, like, lose all track of everything because there's a lot of crowd there's emotions and you start swinging you're like what the hell i, w I was shadow boxing really good and i was in sparring when it was everything was pretty calm my technique was pretty good but now there's this fucking crowd and i was this guy trying to like hurt me it's trying to just spaz out but you get so much growth from your first fight first fight just knowing what that felt like be like okay i'm not i'm gonna stay focused on my technique for this whole fight I'm going to focus on my hands coming up. I'm going to focus on being on the balls of my feet. Focus on my footwork. I'm going to focus on these things compared to thinking about the crowd. This person's yelling, oh, crap, this kid's stronger than I thought. Ugh. It's just a hectic mess, your first fight in your yeah. mind. You barely remember it. You're like, holy fuck, my heart rate was 200. Like, ooh. But you saying that you grow a lot from that, that first one. What, what do you think about what I was telling you the other day about going up to Montana? Maybe a debut. <laughs> Maybe just taking a little Ammy. The thing is, in Montana, it's like the fights feel big because there's a lot of fucking people and there's a lot of light, and it's like, oh. But yeah, the I, moment it's like that's what I want to feel. Well, maybe we can line that up. <laughs> get an eight week camp. Once, but once you spar, dude. Once you spar with a couple dude, fresh I've new sparred. people, fresh people in the cage while I'm watching, and it's making sure it's hard. You wake up fucking sore you Hit think you're sore punch. you think you're sore from just jits like it's way worse i never feel sore <laughs> <laughs> okay here we go dyke tyson what's the dyke longest dyke. you've stay away from training uh john i i feel like i didn't really answer that question actually how do you stay calm and composed if you can just try just trust me try to get on a 10 minute a day meditation session and try to get better at that and then take that and take it into your training and try to be all there in your training and just focus where you're at and then you go in that fight and you focus on your breathing you focus on all the things you've done these past weeks and hopefully it'll help dyke dyson what's the longest you've had to stay away from training and how did you handle it mentally i may have to get meniscus surgery six to nine month recovery time so trying to get my mind right dyke tyson i wonder if that's a really bad meniscus because i had both surgery on both meniscus and i was back in three weeks on both of them but when you're injured you can either go more downhill or you can keep fucking learning and growing your mind and learning about different shit different powerful things um or you can just feel sorry for yourself eat bad food have a bunch of bad habits and come back way behind so you can just decide what Try was your longest injury well i had Draw? these fucking bat biceps surgeries like back to back and both those are six months you're out for Damn. at least six months Fuck. that's crazy and it was back to back it was like fucking christ dude 
half a year i don't even know what i would do you almost off yourself half a year but then six months back and then another half a year so a whole year Fuck. basically uh, it's a pain do- pain doctor but i was still in 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 the room i, I would still go in the room i'd still my routines for the day were still pretty fucking good um i don't know just being curious about shit i guess all right they say how do you stay strong just try to find something you're into some just read tool the titans read naval look up learn about stoicism on youtube um and it'll help you they say you go got get 30 percent better once you win the belt timbo how much is your confidence skills as a coach improve since bringing home that strap i mean yeah that's a i mean it's a, being able to do that and get ready for a guy like that and get the fighter confident enough mentally to go through what we went through and just to focus on the game plan it did it made made, made me confident that's good cody as asness what's your thoughts on daisy fresh bjj story it's fucking sweet really badass it's badass how good a lot of those guys have gotten just from that shitty little place and that coach being passionate about teaching them really cool i wouldn't mind getting some of those guys on here on the pod and talk to them a little bit they have a sweet gym now super modern i saw that yeah it's really nice fuck yeah daniel mooney when you are reading books do you know anything down or just try to read what you feel like relevant at the time a lot of times i'll underline it or i'll highlight it and then i'll send it to a friend who i also think it would help um, and then I have it in my phone usually because I s- usually send the picture to the friend or whatever. And then when I go back to that book, I could, it's easy to flip through and see the things that stuck out of me that I, that I highlighted. Go back to them. Drew, I would ideally love to one day open up a recovery center just like Art. What best advice could you give me in preparation to the begin that journey? Uh, probably start small would be the biggest one. Don't take out a bunch of loans get a huge building and like now your bills your base bills are eight thousand so i'd say start small i'm probably gonna do that fucking uh guidebook soon where i'll fucking release everything all the little tips and depending where you're at who knows you could just make a little janky ass recovery center with a yeah freezer a cheaper sauna you don't have to go all in with the most creme de la creme shit so Pete, how about this one? Uh, Pete says, how to confront a situation with a girlfriend who constantly gets upset about you liking other girls' pictures on Instagram. It's high school shit. What do you say? Get over it. <laughs> and she's just like... Depends how deep you are in the relationship, no? What if you guys just started dating? That, that's just like all pure jealous. insecurity. It, oh, yeah. Well, it is. It is. How do you explain that to the girl? That... I don't want to be fucking so like monitored because if she's she's getting mad about that she's probably getting mad about other dumb shit too well and it could be that she was cheated on in the past too so she's just like say baby i'm different yeah i mean maybe you could explain to her be like i like you a lot and i choose you to be my girlfriend <laughs> and i fucking is. like other I girls like. pics because their butt cheeks stick out to me i'm sorry uh would you stop maybe, liking the pics if she asked? Maybe i can hide it better <laughs> what if she said now i'm gonna start liking guys pics 
What if she's like, I'm gonna like, like, like your friend's pics, shirtless pics of your friends. Would you get mad at him? I'd be like that. I mean, you can do that if you really want to do that. But if you're doing it just to be toxic, <laughs> then. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> That's the Tim Briz right there. Exactly. Drop so she gets newsletter. upset about she gets upset about you liking that shit. I would just be like, fuck. That's the thing. Like, when do you think you're gonna get like a girl that's like the girl? <laughs> for real. That you're just not Art. gonna raise any other girls for a while. Um I think I just found her. <laughs> Give her a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a shot. <laughs> No, I think we're, on, we're in the beginning stages right now. This of one what? could be the one. <laughs> Shut the fuck. I swear. Why do you say that? Because she ticks a lot of boxes, let me tell you that. Nice body. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal body. What are the boxes? Um, Cool job. <laughs> yeah, very cool job. Holistic. Good mindset, good diet, good good humor. How old? Uh, 23. Does she have good parents, I wonder? She has good parents. That's rare. For me, I usually pick the ones who have... Uh, damaged. Damaged in the uh, <laughs> father department. <laughs> yeah. Those are the horniest. They're the sluttiest. And they're the sexiest. They I wouldn't suck. say sexiest. Physically? Because sure. they don't have a dad. I'm sure there's some hot girls out there with good parents. I bet you there is. They're not as hot. There's something about those those ones without the damage. Yeah. The, the trauma. The weakness. Yeah. That sucks you in. <laughs> so what about you, Jay? What about what? say you're with a girl three weeks? It's getting kind of serious. Like, like <laughs> weeks, bro. That's. That's a short. Okay. But we'll, if you we'll know, go you three know. months. Three months, get, good. And she's like, I kind of want to be like exclusive. And then she, a week later, you like a girl's pick. Uh-huh. And she comes at you. And she is like. Gets mad. Why, like, why do you like her? Just Why do you like that pick? Like, oh, I, thought she, I thought she had good style. Like, I like her outfit. Okay. And it's a bikini of her <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> uh, I think she's attractive. I'm sorry. I would you, say, you say that, yeah, and that hurts her feelings. I'll now she's like, crying. Like, baby, come here. <laughs> I only want you. On <laughs> 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 my tip shit, yeah, <laughs> bro. I God. know. Why is liking such a big deal? It's just a like. Well, but it's it, weird when you have when a. I like. I like with the expectation yeah, when true. you have a partner is you don't you do not look at a sexy girl. You no, just you know don't. you know what to do. That's the expectation. Instead of liking the actual post on the story, just like the story. Oh, like I do that. Their story rather than the, because only the person can see. Yeah, but it's like. You just got to be smart with the likes, bro. Strategic. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you're just not, you're in a relationship. You're just not supposed to think. Well, you're going to think someone's attractive, but you just oh, yeah. keep it in your mind. That That's what's better. Well, it depends how you start off the relationship, right? How you always like preach. Like you start off like, like, uh, what is it? just open and just be truthful in the beginning like hey but that's hard to build a good in like, the beginning though foundation. as long as you build it in the beginning beginning like but if a girl three knows, months, three, you're three months in yeah i would hope you guys talk about that week one this is how i am baby it's smart right? but do you think smart. a girl would stick around for that yeah if depend, she knew you depends. were fucking around still 
Are you fucking no, around fucking or liking around pics? or liking pics? Oh, good God! Or <laughs> is is liking pics? Are you like fucking around? Cheating? Is it? A lot of no. girls would look at that. Is as that, that a body? A lot of girls would look at that as that. Um, for sure. If I really like that girl, I'm like, you don't want me to do that. I won't do it, baby. I love you. And then, <laughs> and then it's three, six months down the road. And no, a year down the road now. Uh-huh. You're still not going to just... If you conform to that shit, they're just going to get worse and worse. Now, why are you following girls? Yeah, that's true. It's a fucking rabbit hole. And then hole. you just literally have oh. to hide it. Then you would... Because it's going to yeah. go into your fucking mind in this day and age. Just Something. Cheat. That's the thing. It's like, just not the... Just kidding. Just cheat? <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, yeah. That's what I'm it saying. It sucks in this day and age. It's tough with the socials, dude. I know. Because they're trying to tease us dogs. Mm-hmm. And they are. And it's working. <laughs> Stop going away. Type school, bubba. But, uh, okay, we're five minutes here. We're five minutes from, um, I got to go help some of the amateurs with a little striking practice here. So welcome all the new patrons. This is the got me fired up. This this past week, we got a ton of new ones. Then we got this Red Hawk Academy retro button-up shirt coming out. And it's going to be available on sugarshop.co. And this shirt, this shirt will help you get puss. Let's just put it that way. If you end up getting it, and then um, Snapchat Tim Welch MT, give me a follow, check it out. And then uh, Art, what's what's your stuff? Uh, Art of Recovery AZ on Instagram. And is that a good? If a girl wants to raise you, is that a good decent spot? Or <laughs> yeah, that works too. You come in. Okay. Uh, or personal Sean Fairchild on ig <laughs> shoot me a dm and then uh check out jx period soto on instagram all right guys like and subscribe i'm almost to a hundred thousand well i'm almost to eighty thousand so we're, we're cooking and then comment what you think's below and then just fucking yeah yeah all right love you guys see ya <laughs>